to the mystical realm of things that make you go woo. I'm your host, Emily, also known as Emily and Her Stars, an evolutionary astrologer, psychic medium, an insightful 6-4 projector who specializes in channeling cosmic messages that will unlock the boundless potential within you. When I'm not working with my amazing clients, I'm on a quest to unravel the sacred mysteries and ancient origins of the woo. Join me as we explore the rich tapestry of history, unfolding current events, captivating interviews, and sacred wisdom in the monthly energy reports. Brace yourself because this podcast is all about making you go woo too. Hello and welcome to another Cosmic Energy Report. I'm Andrea from Concrete and Crystals and Spirit Crowns. And I'm Emily from Things That Make You Go Woo and Emily and Her Stars. We're coming at you to talk about Virgo season. I'm going to be super cliche and say, can you believe we're halfway through August? I cannot. It actually disturbs me to my core more than usual. (laughs) I actually was thinking about this yesterday when it was the 15th and I was like how did this happen how did we get here I like I blinked it still feels in my mind perpetually like the third of August like I'm just somehow stuck at the third and every day that has been building up since is like the third and a half yes they're three quarters like we're just we're stuck at the third but all that to say we've experience energy some things happened right we've had the venus kazemi which is a really fancy way of saying venus passed the sun in retrograde and became a morning star and a night star and back and forth does this little dance in the sky and that's been interesting i think there's been a lot of shifting in that leo season that was good question no we look confused whenever things are good And you may have noticed this pattern by now as we joke about the cautiously optimistic, where it's very confusing now when things feel good. We're like, this feels weird. I'm not sure I like it. I I think I'd like to go back to when we're just scared. But I actually have been feeling pretty hopeful. And I feel like as much as there's been some challenging things, I think they've been moving in the right direction. And I'm like, okay, at least we're moving this energy out, out with the old is kind of what I'm feeling. It definitely feels the change, the change in the air, things have moved. And I think the hope comes with this feeling of like, did I miss something? Am I hopeful because I didn't see the bad thing that I was thinking I was going to see? Yeah, it it does feel like there's a missing chunk there somewhere. Like we just haven't caught up. It's like, you know, when a video freezes and then it goes like, all the jumbled noise and all of a sudden it's like 10 minutes later. I feel like that's what happens. I'm like, I'm sure there's something I missed back there, but it's probably fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, I think that's a really great description for it. Leo, I love the aspect of Leo season. That's like, I just want to kind of, we talk about the play, the have fun, the be courageous to listen to that inner child voice and just let it all hang out. And I always feel like towards the end of Leo season, I finally get the courage, (laughs) irony, to make it happen. And then it's like, gosh, darn it, Virgo season kicks in. And I'm like, I can't make a mess now. (laughs) So did I miss it? Did I miss my window of opportunity? I don't know. 
I feel like for some reason, the energy to me has been feeling like the energy of Leo season is just delayed this year. Like, I feel like it, like when I've been feeling into Virgo energy, I feel like Leo is still overtaking it a little bit. I, as opposed to the opposite, where usually I start to feel the next sign early. Right. Like I was feeling Leo season at the end of cancer season. And I was like, this feels normal. I usually tend to get a little preview in my energy, but I almost feel the opposite where I feel like Leo's not going to go down without a fight this time. I don't know. I just feel like it's almost opposite to usual for me. We have so much beautiful energy with this Venus retrograde. And part of what's interesting, right? Venus retrogrades in the same sign once every eight years. So we haven't had this Venus Leo expansion of the heart space since 2015, which feels really beautiful and in some ways can be the culmination of a chapter or the opening of a new one. But the other part is we have not had Venus retrograde entirely within Leo since the 1700s. So this has been a really heart expansive 10, 15 days now, where I think that sense of hope cautiously optimistic question mark has returned in a way that does feel lighter I, I that's the best word I can describe it there is a sense of change a sense of lightness and I have noticed a lot of people experiencing in some way shape or another a change in a relationship mm-hmm. whether that be the loss of a pet the loss of a loved one the loss of a, a job There's just been some shuffles that I think were sometimes unexpected, but are probably going to culminate in the end of this chapter opening of a new. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And it's interesting because as much as it's only been a short time that Venus has been retrograde, I feel like all of these patterns and things that have been coming up has made it feel so much longer in a way, even though it feels like a blink. I'm also like, hasn't Venus been retrograding for like six months already? Like it feels like forever, but also like two seconds. But I agree. I've seen so many shifts happening around me. I've had some as well, but it's just, it is a really interesting time to like see it. And even in like readings and things I've been doing for people, I can like see, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of relationship stuff coming up. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I wouldn't normally, I don't normally tune into that energy at all either. I usually avoid it like the plague, to be honest, but It has been coming up very, very strong in the last couple of weeks. And I think, too, with the nodal change, we've got Mercury retrograde right around the corner. It actually kicks in like before the first quarter moon. So I was talking a lot yesterday in our new moon circle that this whole moon cycle is kind of flavored by this Venus rebirth, by Mercury retrograde, and then this hard square to Uranus, which just makes everything a little rebellious, right? A little like winds of change. How are we going to make something, make lemonade out of lemons, essentially? What are we doing to move forward with this? I like that energy a lot. Yeah, I like that a lot. I feel like that's where like I hate stagnation. I realize it's like we've talked about it before. It's one of my biggest fears, but my Venus is in Aquarius. So I do feel like that's part of why I like this energy. I've really felt good since Square started because I I need the change. I need things to like shit. And I was feeling a little too comfortable for a while. So now that like I have made that connection between like Uranus and Aquarius and like seeing it, I'm like, oh, that's why I actually, everyone else will be panicking. And I'm like, this is kind of fun. 
These are burning. I love this. I don't like it. <laughs> well, okay. So let's talk about Virgo coming in, coming in. And I, I really think Virgo is one of those seasons that is super aligned with what's going on in the rest of the world when the energy comes up, right? It is back to school. And the biggest thing about Virgo, right, is back to basics. I want to make sure that what I'm doing is of purpose, that the work I'm doing each day matters, and that I'm making a difference. And then there's also the systems in play, the, the scene that this is the way something could be run to make it more efficient and better. And this constant examination of what can we do to streamline and improve. And this is where Virgo gets a bad rap for being critical, but they're actually such a beautiful sign because they come right before Libra, right? We know we're going to be judged. We know that judgment is coming. And so Virgo is like, I know it's coming. We got to make everybody look busy. <laughs> Quick, everybody get to get your shit together and let's make sure that everything's going to be in order before we get judged. And so they're it's a great reminder, right? It's the polar or the opposite of Pisces. So where Pisces says, I want to stay in this dream realm and I remember what it feels like to be attached to source and oh yeah, I have to be human. Virgo says, I, in order to reach that pinnacle ascension back to source, I have to make sure that what I'm doing here matters. I have to make a difference and I'll get back to source in a minute, but I want to make sure that all of this is taken care of. So it's that opposite pull back and forth between the duty, the reflection, the facts versus the intuition and the daydreaming and the letting it go. And I think a lot of times Virgos can escape into that intuition and dreamscape when they don't want to deal with reality and vice versa. Pisces can just ignore everything else and, and put their nose to the grindstone. So it'll be good. I think with Virgo and Mercury retrograding rules Virgo, it's this deconstructing energy that breaks down the light right before the equinox. So we're at the tail end of summer here where we are still losing light every day and we will be on the other side of equinox more dark than light. And what happens in this deconstruction where Mercury likes to pull things apart and examine them, when we have this retrograde energy, it's going to feel super comfortable. Mercury is like, heck yeah, let's do this. And what it's going to allow us to do is revisit some of this joyful energy that we have already been under here in this week because we're already in the Mercury shadow. And yeah, re-examining what kind of love and honesty and peace and openness that you want to bring back in. Where, where's your awareness in that? What growth has happened? And of course, there will probably be some glitches. And I've already had my share of technical glitches just this week. So those things are coming. That'll be part of it. But don't don't let it ruin your week or your day. Acknowledge that this is an opportunity for a fresh start and look at something in a new way. I'm making faces at Andrea as I'm listening to my own words and treat it as a fresh start that's probably more aligned than we're willing to recognize in the moment. Yeah, definitely. And I think the fact that we've got this like double dose of retrograde energy right now, it really is a good time to sort of like do that reflection, which I think like you were saying, we naturally do when it's like end of summer, new school year, that whole energy. I think it's a comfortable time to do reflection. 
I think we don't want to do it when it's like middle of summer and we're like, I just want to be on the beach or like whatever people do. I don't go to the beach, but whatever people do, that's fun. I just feel like sometimes there's times when we really resist the retrograde more than others. And I think this is one of those times where we're kind of ready for it. We're ready to wind down a little bit and kind of review things. So I think it will be a welcome energy compared to usual. So hopefully it's a little bit smoother than most, but. I feel like I'm open to it this time. I'm not dreading the Mercury retrograde this time around. Yeah, I would agree. And I think while we have less transits, less big events happening, there's some calm days in between and then we kind of get hit with a wave and then it calms down again. So as we get into, yeah, dissecting the energy, it'll be interesting to see what the cards have to say about all the exciting things coming up. Yeah, I feel like there's... I was actually, I have to say, I did not put the cards back in the deck this time. For the first time in a few months, I just went, this feels good. We're going to leave it at this because it felt good. All right. And I'm, I, I have to say that most of it's like fire and water energy, which is interesting going into an earth sign. But it does feel better than the last while, I think. What exciting things do you have coming up? Good question. I actually am kind of hearing back a little bit. I'm going to be staying and house sitting for my brother, hanging out with some cats in the garden for the next couple of weeks. So I have don't actually have a whole lot of new stuff coming in, but I will have my newsletter coming out that'll have the cards from this report as well as some other energies coming through. And that will be coming out on the 29th. And then on the 31st, the same week, I'll be doing the Virgo season remote recharge, the completely remote, no meeting or anything energy session. And then I always send out a session summary with whatever crystals and energies come up. And then I always get some sort of a message or a theme that shows up as well. So that'll be on the 31st, which is a Thursday evening. And then the only other thing that I'm really highlighting is that I've been doing dreamlike readings, which I don't remember if I even talked about last. I don't know when I started them. Again, this Leo season, just a blink of the eye, but I have been really enjoying them because I get to just be in the energy of people's dream life and picking up on patterns that need to be cleared and getting to see how close some people are. I feel it more as an energy than I like see it, but it's been really fun to do those. And it's also helped me start to like, sink into the idea that maybe if I truly believe it in my bones for other people, maybe I can start actually believing in my own dream life. So I'm doing those for the rest of August. I'll be offering a $44 mini reading, which is just a recording, either audio or video. And then going forward, I'm going to be doing them as a full offering on Zoom or recorded, whichever you prefer. But they've been super fun so far. What about you? Well, I just have to vouch for these dream life readings. I had one last week and it was spectacular. I walked away feeling so aligned with the direction that I want to go and have been feeling pulled and all of the cards that you pulled. And I felt like it was hundreds. It was maybe 10. I don't know, 20. It felt like a lot. (laughs) There was so much information in your session. And I just can't recommend it highly enough. It was beautiful. And I really love the direction you're going with this because I think it's ushering in hope for those of us that want to experience it. And it was, yeah, one of my most favorite things I've done this year. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Andrea because it was 
awesome. Don't miss it, especially while it's on sale this month. Book, book, book. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Over here, I have got the Intuitive Foundational Astrology. The six-week course is coming up fast. It starts September 16th, I believe it is. And nope, apologize. It's the 12th, (laughs) Tuesday the 12th. We start six weeks together where we are going to unpack how to build your own intuitive astrological dictionary so that when you are bringing through this information in readings or in any of your day-to-day life intuitive hits, how can you better work with astrology without making it feel like it is all memorization and keywords? I'm super excited for this class. Like I said, it has been a beautiful download for me from spirit and has really come together in a, in a fun way. I'm super excited. It's already half sold out. So there are just a handful of spots left. If you are a member of the Third Eye Library, it is $222 for six weeks. If you're not a member, not a problem. It's still a great deal at $333. So either way, be sure to grab this. I won't probably ever offer it at this price again, but I was so excited to get it out there that it's going to, yeah, I'm sure it's going to sell out. So that's coming up. I also have in the Third Eye Library our monthly back road deep dive into Virgo. Now, this is actually where I started the series a year ago. And the recording has, as things do, disappeared. So we are going to start fresh and redo it this month. So if you want to catch that live with a Q&A, you are more than welcome to come join us in the library. And that will be uh, Tuesday the 29th. Then... Other than that, we've I've got some new offerings listed on the website and bookings are now open through the end of August and into mid-September. I'll be adding more into Virgo season here in the next couple of weeks. The newsletter will be out in a couple of weeks and it'll have all sorts of fun goodies, including the downloadable printable calendar for September. So many exciting things. I look forward to that calendar every single month and I use it every time I'm like, what the hell is happening? I always go right to it, whether it's good or bad. I get very confused when I'm having a good day. That's actually probably when I look at it more, I'm like, this feels suspicious. And then when I see your little stars, I'm like, oh, good. It's a star day. That makes sense. Or like, oh, this is a bad day. This is why. And I love that you use like a keyword for the day, for the energy of the day. Because when you see those things, it's like Pluto does this. And it's like, I don't know what that means. Is that good? I I don't know. So the words that you use are so helpful. And so I think that energy that you have for teaching will also kind of go into that course that you're doing, the <laughs> astrology course. I think people are going to get so much out of that, being able to intuitively understand astrology. So, so many exciting things. Look at us. Look at us going back to school. <laughs> so fun. All right. What cards did you get? Where are we starting? We're starting Virgo season is August 23rd. Oh my goodness. I know. We're almost there. All right. We're recording on the 16th PS. We're recording on the day of the Leo New Moon. So things are a little fuzzy, a little crazy, but here we go. So the first week, August 23rd to 26th, I actually got the Knight of Wands. And this card, I love this card because in the deck that I use, the Light Seers Astrology, sorry, the Light Seers Tarot, you'll see it in the newsletter when it comes out. It is a woman playing the drums. There's a horse in the background. It's a very fiery energy. And it's just her doing whatever the heck she wants that is fun, that lights her up. 
And I feel like this is the perfect, this is that energy I was saying that I was feeling where like Leo season's not going to let go easy this time. And so this is like Leo season just making its way right into Virgo for the first week. So it's kind of showing me when I feel into that energy that even though Mercury retrograde starting and we have all of these questionable energies, it's still this time when like we're going to be able to do spontaneous things. We may have some momentum still going from all of the energy that we've been having from this new moon moving forward. But I also feel like there's a lot of just enthusiasm. That's the word that came up when I saw this to me was just pure enthusiasm. And I think this is that inner child energy that comes in from Leo, but also just getting to work on our passion projects. So I think this is where like in my head, when I see the energy of Leo and Virgo merging, it's like we get excited about something and then Virgo energy kind of makes us actually do it instead of being like, get out all the materials and then go for a run and then end up at the playground and then come home and go, oh, what a mess. Like instead, it's like, I want to make this. And then it's like, cool, let's do it. It's still fun, but it's like actually moving forward with things. So I feel like this is where we're like getting back on track. And yes, it may be a bit impulsive. There may be weird things that come up this week. But we're just going to have to actually probably pump the brakes a little bit so we don't burn out because I do feel like there's a lot of energy coming up with this. And I actually thought that was a fun way to start Virgo season because I really never know what to expect with Virgo, but that's kind of the energy I'm feeling for it. I think that's a perfect description. The first two like keywords I have on the calendar are blurred lines and a four-week efficiency missions. <laughs> Let's dive into those on... August 23rd, right, we've got these blurred lines of Mars and Neptune today. So you're going to feel an extra kick because Mercury also goes retrograde in Virgo. Literally the day after Virgo season starts, it goes retrograde. So the third Mercury retrograde of the year, it's going to last until September 15th. So be sure you have an extra set of eyes to edit important documents and steer clear of really big purchases or changes with Venus still in retrograde as well. Really, instead, it's better to use this time to do more research to go down exciting rabbit holes. So absolutely that energy to like, what project am I going to start? August 24th, the sun settles into Virgo, turning into a four-week efficiency mission. So after the show-stopping run through Leo, Virgo's keep it simple can feel like a breath of fresh air. From storage systems to project management software, now is the time to give everything a proper review and Mercury Retrograde is more than happy to assist. Starting today and lasting through the 25th, Mars will be comfortable in a trine with Pluto. This is that feeling, the need to sort of empty the cupboards or clean out closets. Don't stop till you feel satisfied. Just maybe hold on to things and don't donate them instantly. Because with Venus still in retrograde, you may end up heartbroken over the loss of a prized possession. So wait a couple of weeks to be sure you made the right choice. The first quarter moon in Sagittarius might also have your heart wanting to spend some time enjoying summer while your brain is cracking the whip. So it's okay to not do everything in one day. And this, I think, is where you're getting that burnout energy. We're going to have so much in like momentum build up behind us to get something done. It's better to kind of retreat and make a plan before you get too carried away. 
And you know what's funny is I had written down and didn't say it out loud that I wrote down Sagittarius question mark because I was like feeling Sag energy. And I never look at the quarter moons like it's not something that's usually in my awareness. because Everyone talks about full moon and new moon. But that's so funny because like just her whole energy, like she's just beating on the drum. There's like a horse in the background. And I was like, this is Sag energy for sure. So that what totally resonates. Intuiting astrology already a little intuitive. I know. I just feel like it moves right through me. But this energy, I have to say, does not really go away for the next week because we're still in wands. We're still in that fire energy. And it's the Eight of Wands. So from August 27th to September 2nd, the Eight of Wands is like a very fast moving energy. Because it's an eight, I feel like it's a manifestation energy. There's some abundance tied to it. And so for me, it doesn't feel as much like physical movement forward, but it feels like energetic movement forward. So this could be finances coming in to follow through on whatever project you finished, or it might be ideas coming in or solutions coming in, but it doesn't really feel like necessarily you're physically just pumping out a lot of work. It just might be that you're getting moving forward on something that you really got excited about last week. And then the idea behind the like forward movement for me also feels a little bit like it may be an intention to move forward, but you may have a little bit of stickiness happening where you're because I'm feeling the shadow side of it coming out a little bit. And this may be if like you're a little burnt out or like you've been off more than you could chew. Um, but I feel like there's a little bit of hesitation to it. So it might be like finding a balance. And I think because an eight is kind of like two fours in my head sometimes where it's like, we're still trying to have some st stability and we're trying to maybe do too many things. So the idea behind going with this energy is more about finding a balance of like, yes, you want to act on the energy when you have it, but try to make sure it's something like if all of a sudden you lose that energy, you can still take, keep biting off little chunks at a time. So it's kind of a in-between energy. Maybe it's the retrograde energy of like, you know, don't try to do all the things, but try to find a balance between being stuck and burning yourself out somewhere in between there, where it's just a bit of a steady movement forward. This is an interesting week. It's got, it sort of starts out with a stellar day and I've only got three days really of big astrological events, 27th, the 28th and the 30th, and then it's quiet into the third. So we're going to start on the 27th. Mars moves into relationship-centered Libra today. So when we started Virgo season, we have a lot of planets in Virgo energy. And I think as they start to shift out, we're going to feel a little lessening of that pressure that was building up. The energy of this day is like a hurry up and slow down. Right. So as Mars moves into Libra, it's going to reside there until October 12th. The planet of action will have your mind in overdrive. Mars is the god of war and Libra is all about peace and harmony. So relationships are going to be front and center with the shift of the lunar nodes already, as well as Venus in retrograde. But now our collective focus will be on the fact that we go further, faster when we align ourselves with the right people. Saturn and the sun are in tension and in opposition today, giving all kinds of mixed signals. Hurry up. Nope. Slow down. It's <laughs> If you get overwhelmed, see where you can step back while still remaining true to yourself. So absolutely in figuring out your boundaries this week, I think it's going to be a big step. 
On August 28th, we have Uranus, which is currently transiting through Taurus, is going to start its annual retrograde. So from now until January 27th, we're given a five-month window to recalibrate the ranks and make sure everyone is feeling included. Your grip on finances could get a bit slippery, so plan with the best of intentions and expect some of the unexpected to arise. On August 30th, we have let your imagination take the reins today under the August blue moon. This one lands in dreamy Pisces, illuminating subconscious thoughts and casting a rosy glow over your interactions. This compassionate full moon paves the way for deep, soulful healing. Unexpectedly, you may find forgiveness or the strength to place boundaries where they're needed. Oh, that is a mixture of energy. That makes sense. I was like, it feels like we want to move, but maybe we can't. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. And then this is where the water energy comes in, which maybe is a little tag along from that Pisces energy, because from September 3rd to the 9th for the third week here, I pulled the Queen of Cups. So this actually is a very positive sign in terms of a water sign, because the queen has kind of a mastery of her emotions. So she's highly intuitive, highly emotionally intelligent. And this is really calling us to lead with compassion and to have empathy for people around us. So this may be an energy where like people are challenging you. It could be the retrograde. There could be a lot of tricky energies. So maybe the boundaries are coming into this energy a little bit too. But this ability to just stay calm and stay compassionate to the people around you in order to be able to connect deeper with them and to move forward in relationships. And this may be retrograde related, but it just feels like the main goal of this week is to make sure that the people around you feel seen and heard and that you are acting in a way that you feel proud of is kind of an energy that I'm feeling. So I don't know what's going to be testing us this week, but I just feel like we will actually have this ability if we are going in with this intention to come out with a really positive outcome and positive connections but also our connection to spirit feels very strong this week i feel like this is going to be a week when you might get some downloads maybe whatever sticky energy was happening the week before maybe you get some clarity on that and it may just mean that you need a bit more time alone in order to have that happen this is a bit of a tricky week and i wanted to preface it by saying it's kind of one of the most active weeks that we have of the month and let's start off on September 3rd. So the first and second are relatively quiet. On September 3rd, though, Venus goes direct. So this, anytime a planet pauses for a moment and changes its direction, goes direct, there's a little bit of a whiplash feeling. And so it's going to be ending her six-week retrograde. If the last six weeks have been full of passion or has it been kind of high drama, it might have been hard to tell the difference. And with the planet of pleasure again moving forward, we will spend a few weeks retracing our steps and the dust will begin to settle. No more having to second guess motives or whether or not we still believe in ourselves. This will be kind of a reiteration as we take the time to retrace those steps to firm up your foundations and anything that maybe came up can definitely be emotional. On September 4th, Jupiter goes retrograde. So just the day before we lose one, the day after we gain one. 
So it's going to go retrograde in the sign of Taurus, same sign where Uranus is, and will continue its backup spin until January 2nd. This is a time to keep your eye on the prize and the process. Optimistic Jupiter can have you seeing more potential than there actually is. So use this time to work smarter with savvy systems and life hacks. We also have Mercury and Jupiter, who are both in retrograde, meeting up for the second of their three trines. The best advice for this Monday is not to say anything you'll regret. This energy may have you jumping to conclusions or spitting out observations that can be taken the wrong way. So just mind, maybe take a moment, write down what you want to say, but don't say it out loud. Save it for a minute. On September 6th, we have last quarter moon in Gemini. With a quick moving mind, you might be spotting those missed details that are possibly everywhere. Did you rush to make a decision recently? Use this moon to consider a broader perspective. Remember, Gemini likes to change their mind. It's okay for us to change our mind. The sun and Mercury in retrograde conjunct today. That means they're taking up the same um, angle in the sky and they're amplifying each other. They're also amplifying what this retrograde might be trying to teach you. If you don't have the complete picture yet, be sure to slow down. You might be surprised how much you are carrying. How about putting some systems in place to better support you? And on September 8th, we have the glowing force of the sun making an expansive trine to bountiful Jupiter today, making us crave more, more of everything. Since both planets are in material-minded Earth signs, the focus will fall on financial security. Where can you revisit where you might be leaking money? With all of these ideas flowing in, you're going to want to take double action. Virgo is really... It's stinking its teeth in about this time about making sure that we are examining those systems. It can be really easy to think, well, I've just got four or five subscriptions or things. And it's kind of a time of year where it's good for us to double check where we've got everything. That is always a good reminder. For this week from September 10th to the 16th, our fourth week here, we're going back to wands. We're going back to fire energy for the nine of wands. So I find this very interesting that we went from the eight of wands, had a little bit of an emotional week, and now we're going forward to the nine of wands. So this feels like a continuation energy. So it feels like we may have had a little pause with all the chaos of the week before, but we're actually coming up to complete the cycle with this nine of wands. And so the energy of this card, especially in this deck, is very much about like, don't give up. Like you're right there. You're so close. Don't just pack it in and throw it away. This is the time to just accept that, yes, there's going to be setbacks. There may be things that are challenging the path you're on, but it's just a redirection. It's not a complete loss or it's not a failure. It's just that you need to have a little bit of a pause maybe redirect your energy a little bit. And then it's another phrase from this is being the final push. It's like that final push of like, I know where I'm going. I know what's happening. I can do this. I can just keep moving forward. I've done this a million times over the last few years. And so what's another few weeks really in the grand scheme of things? And the word resilience really comes up for me with this, where it's like, we know what it feels like to have to regroup. We've been doing this nonstop for years now. So at this point, 
it feels like a much more condensed part of the cycle. We're so close to the end. We're at the nine of wands. We're almost at the point where we're ready to just release and move forward. So just try to make sure you're not choosing the most difficult path. Sometimes we get very stubborn. And so if something isn't working, maybe don't like keep pushing trust that success is coming. And even if that means changing your direction a little bit. I think that's a great description. I always think about as this energy comes in and as we're processing, our mind can work so fast. And especially with all of these retrogrades, it takes a minute for our body and the actions and the systems around us to catch up. So be gentle with yourself. This week, the 10th through the 16th, it's a little bit quieter. We don't have really any big movements until the 14th. We have a new moon in Virgo that is again calling for more life edits. I think we're just in that back to school, deep cleaning, reset the house, the dinner menu, the workout plan, like reset and make better choices. But I think you're going to have the clarity at this point to go with it. It's not going to feel like everything fell apart and I have to pivot. It's going to feel like, no, I'm pivoting for a reason because I can see the outcome. On September 15th, chronic miscommunication gives way to clarity today as Mercury wakes up from its retrograde. After a choppy three weeks, we'll start to see eye to eye again. With Mercury powering through sensible Virgo for the next few weeks, you'll have time to bring order back to the chaos. Now, we also have the sun training Uranus today. This is harmonious but impulsive combination. The sun is confident, but Uranus is spontaneous. So you might have all the confidence you need to take that giant leap. Just make sure you look both ways and don't dive into something you haven't at least researched a bit. Stuck at a plateau, maybe mix things up and try a new approach today. Now we also have, I think, no, that covers it. That's just those two. There you go. Wow, that is an interesting description for the week like astrologically because that is kind of how it felt to me that it's like we're gonna like really feel like we can move forward but we're gonna have to question things a little bit so that makes a lot of sense and so our final week the week five september 16th to or 17th to 22nd whatever the last week is i have the knight of cups we're back to cups again but this energy is like the dreamy romantic energy of cups and so i feel like we deserve it after all of this energy that we've been pushing through for the last few weeks it is this energy that i and this is where what i was saying earlier comes in where i feel like this is libra sneaking in a little early this is libra energy it's hard on the sleeve like putting yourself out there rose-colored glasses and just kind of being aware that you have the rose-colored glasses on, so don't overlook things that are obvious, but let yourself enjoy it is what I'm getting with this. I think the last time this came up, I think it was a couple months ago or something, but that was more of a warning to me. It was more like, don't have those rose-colored glasses on, but this is the opposite. This feels very calm. It feels like we're able to be vulnerable to actually release into this energy because before it was more of a warning to not get swept off your feet but this is the opposite where it's like you can trust this energy a little bit more and that it's a good thing to like let yourself enjoy it and there's also a lot of inspiration that I feel is going to come out of this energy because like it has a very like my heart chakra feels like it's expanding with it so 
let yourself be flirty, have some fun, actually enjoy it and forget that all of this retrograde stuff has been happening in the background. It just it feels like having a few days of fun leading into Libra season. I think that's the best description. And truly, and I always forget to mention this, Virgo is a mutable sign. And so it is sort of waning at the end and allowing Libra to take over. So it makes complete sense that you're also feeling that. But the stars are completely agreeing with you. On September 17th, we have love planet Venus and generous Jupiter, who are usually cosmic BFFs, go for one last round on the mat today. Venus is moving direct, so we're expecting this energy for a second time coming up, but this time we aren't willing to settle for less than we deserve. Having just spent six weeks taking a personal inventory, many of us have clarified what that is and we aren't going backward. Try to be more open to receiving more than you think you deserve or can handle. On September 19th, feeling stuck in the yuck, blame Neptune for opposing the sun, which can derail even the best laid plans. Plots and plans may be thrown off course today, but take this momentary chaos in stride and try your best to make progress. Don't let others take advantage of you while you daydream about other possibilities. On September 21st, the sun and Pluto in comfort and the crowds cheer. <laughs> Your power is going to be at max volume today, so wield it responsibly. It won't take too much for you to come across as intimidating, so be careful, especially in the company of new people. This energy can help you dive deep and head first, but your audience might not be ready, so adjust accordingly. And then on September 22nd, we have first quarter moon in Capricorn. Does work-life balance sound like a fictional book and not an attainable goal? Maybe making some adjustments under the energy of today's moon can help you. Are you spreading yourself too thin? And if career growth goals are elevating your stress levels, it might be time to make some adjustments. So I agree. It's a really lovely week where I think we're going to feel that expansive movement again. And yeah, the 23rd kicks off Equinox. So can you believe it? We're already back to Equinox. I cannot believe it, but you have no idea how excited it makes me that this prediction specifically is feeling aligned because I was like, I'm really excited for this because last time it felt like a mean joke to get that card and then to feel like it wasn't going to happen. So again, feeling actually hopeful. And I fear it even more than last time I said that because I did feel it when we went into Leo. I genuinely did. But this, because it was all, all the cards were moving forward. Like even the cups, it wasn't like the sad four of cups we had last, actually this this week, I think it was four of cups, maybe last week. But like, it's not even like the like disappointment and those cards of the cups. It's the positive. We have the queen. We have the knight. We have all of these wands. Like they're all moving forward. And so I love that the astrology matched that because like I said, I did not put the cards back, <laughs> which is my toxic trait. And I was trusting them. So maybe I'm actually leaning into hope more than I thought. I feel like it's hope minus the question mark. Yes. We've hope, moved. Not hope. <laughs> we're still searching for the exclamation point but yeah. we haven't found that yet no maybe in libra season we'll get the exclamation point in the jazz hands maybe that's that's what will count yeah that's, that's what's coming 
Well, tell us that that's what Libra has in store for us. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm excited. Yeah, I think this is going to be a fun one. I feel like any end and beginning of retrogrades, we're going to have a little choppy water. But I do feel like we've had such a beautiful heart-centered rebirth that we are going to be able to navigate this in a new and fresh way. So exciting times. It is. And it's funny, when you said rebirth, it just jogged my memory of the movie that I picked. Yeah. For a season. And uh, it's because it has a little ghosty energy <laughs> because I picked the movie Just Like Heaven with Reese Witherspoon and Mark Ruffalo, where she's basically a ghosty in her apartment and pre-ghost. She is like this crazy busy resident at a hospital. She put, devotes all her time to other people. She doesn't do anything for herself, but she's so regimented. And then she's in her apartment not realizing she's not alive or she's in this in-between space. And she's nitpicking everything that this new tenant is doing. She's annoyed that he's not using coasters. And that's not how I would do it. And she can see her family, how they're handling her you know, decisions about her in the hospital and all these things are just like driving her nuts because it's not the way she thinks it should should be. And I feel like to me, it felt like a retrograde where it's like you're reviewing and you're seeing like, do I really need to be in control of this? Is that serving me? Like, what are these patterns that are just driving yourself nuts for no reason? I feel like that's what most of my patterns have been that I've been looking at. It's like, it's just me driving myself crazy. It's like my own to-do lists, my own things. So I felt like that movie really felt like going into Virgo season specifically with all the lists and the picking things apart, but then coming around to the fact of having some balance and being able to see the beauty in life. And I think that also is a very Virgo energy as well. It's very grounded. And yeah, I only picked one this month, which also feels like a little Virgo. Like I made a decision. I was like, yep, we're sticking to one. (laughs) I love that you even managed to pick one because I picked none. And in that also decided to pick a movie or a TV show, a series. Because there is one Virgo that is represented on television. And I think possibly one of the best Virgo representations to date. And that would be Monica from Friends. We love Monica. She's hilarious. I think Virgos get a bad rap that people don't think they're funny. Virgos are so funny because their observations are so on point. And also they worry excessively about coasters and shutting cabinet doors and if things are done properly. (laughs) So I love when Monica moves in with Chandler and has to completely reestablish her boundaries and what she's willing to contend with and put up with, including the bad leather recliner. So if you have time, I think it's a great one to revisit and just soak up those fun moments of Virgo that, yes, it can be critical, but it can be so fun and so funny in its observations. I totally agree. I think that observational humor is definitely such a Virgo thing. And yeah, Monica living with Chandler, the day that he decides to clean everything for her and everyone's like, she's going to kill you. And then she's like, are you afraid of me? And she realizes how she comes across to people. It's like, I feel like that's that energy too of like seeing it from like a funny perspective of like, oh, wow, am I that bad? Like maybe I could just relax a little, you know? But yeah, I agree. If you have time to watch either of those over the next few weeks, I think it will just add a nice little energy of fun to Virgo season. 
I'm definitely going to check out the movie. I love Reese and I haven't seen that one. So it's oh, so awesome. good. It's one of my faves. Well, anything else as we wrap up this this amazing Virgo season coming in hot? I don't know. I actually feel pretty good. I feel like now I feel more optimistic than before. I feel a lot of hope. And I am just going to put it out there and predict that we're going to come back in Libra season with all kinds of exciting things to share with you. <laughs> I love it. Well, until next time with all of our exciting stories, we'll see you guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Things That Make You Go Woo. You can find out more about this episode and how to work with me at emilyandherstars.com or come join the incredible sacred community at thirdeyelibrary.com. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time.